here. Are they fucking Nazis? Uh... But a slow-blowing dream That your fear seems to hide Deep inside your mind All alone I have cried Silent tears full of pride In a world Welcome to Hero, yeah, the, the film pine rather, <laughs> the greatest movie well, we're, podcast. We're talking ever. about hero movie shit. We, we are actually, so it's it's a co-production. That's no, not. Uh, welcome to the film pine, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host Santa Porters, joined by Matt Smith. I'm here. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Hey, let me ask. Let me ask our listeners something right off, right off the top of the bat. And we'll uh, <laughs> do you? Do you like hearing someone rant about giant media corporations? How can they hear someone do that in their earbuds somewhat regularly, Adam? Well, if one was so inclined to have so much information pumped into their heads and these sterling debates that would revolve around such a thing or other wild and crazy uh, shenanigans going on, they could go down to patreon.com slash the film fine. They are, if you you, uh, donate at any level... You get the pre-show, uh, you get the post-show, uh, where we talk about all kinds of random and crazy stuff, including that. That, that, that. that. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, we talked a little bit about the Disney and Fox uh, kerfuffle that didn't happen and what that may or may not have meant. And if you'd like to find out what that is, patreon.com slash the film fine. We'd really appreciate you. And uh, you get bonus stuff, uh, not only that, but other things as well. So check it out, man. We'd really appreciate that. And thank you to all the people that currently do that, man. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) So uh, we are back yet again. This week we are going to be talking about the big movie, Thor Ragnarok, man. I think it's making all the monies. It's at like, what, half a billion worldwide at this point? Man, they're kicking it. Yeah, something big like that. I'm going to pull it up so we can talk about the show. I know that disappointed people. They're like, oh, man, last show. Guys didn't even talk about numbers. Where the where where are the numbers at, kids? Where are the where, numbers? Where my where's my hardcore box office analysis from two idiots who barely understand what money is because they've never made enough of it. <laughs> we don't have none. Uh, but I will say this for those of you out there, because we do have a couple of members that are doing it right now. Uh, there is an app out there. It's called the Fantasy Movie League, and uh, you can join that. 
And uh, it's an app. It's an yeah, app yeah, I got to sign up for phone. that. You keep telling me to. It's an app you get on your phone, and uh, you can enjoy uh, the Film Find group that we've got here. And uh, so currently, in week 11, uh, here's the status. Uh, let, let, let me get the overall status. So the idea is you pick, you get, you have a thousand dollars, quote unquote, like a thousand dollars to spend each week and you buy movies in the top 10 and whatever like ends up having the most receipts at the box office, then you kind of climb up the ladder. Right. And then, uh, you, there's a week by week and then there's an overall and overall right now, Krista has actually jumped to the top with a total box office of 366 million. I am in second place with 351. Because sometimes I don't know how this damn thing works. Because <laughs> you're like, oh well, Thor will clearly be the answer for that one. Okay, so I'll do it like I'll do it live right here. So there's a thousand bucks to spend, uh, and I've got the spots to fill. So I'm gonna say uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I think people are gonna go see that. That's 284 bucks. Uh, Dad's home, da uh, Daddy's home too. That's coming out there. That's I'll put that up there and. And I'll put two, three versions, four versions of bad, uh, a bad mom's Christmas. And we're going to see what that does next week. I should have put a Thor in there, but I don't know. Anyways, you can always kind of go through. You can shift your stuff. But at the end of the week, it's fun. It's just a fun thing to do. And, uh, you know, if you, if you need to block out, you know, 15 minutes of your week just looking at stuff, that's you, you could have worse times. Anywho. Uh, let's get to what you've been watching, man. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Go ahead. All right, good. <laughs> good. I'll, I'll get on it. Uh, so we're going to do a full episode of this, uh, like we did last year. Uh, but I did watch all of Stranger oh, well, Things 2. I did watch too. this. Okay. So Stranger Things 2, uh, I, I, I'll say it just really good. Was it as amazing as the first season? Probably not, but like it's it's tough to. I don't know, but it's really good. It's really good. I, There's some really good Bob things happening in this season. No, you're not wrong there. You're not wrong. <laughs> it, it, the, the whole it's really it's really really good. But we'll have a whole episode uh, where we talk about Stranger Things too specifically. And guess what? The people over at Patreon.com/slash The Film Find they're going to be the ones who get it first. So uh, you know, keep an eye out on that. Uh, also, let's get to a couple other things. I saw the movie. Uh, speaking of, uh, we, we did it in the, uh, yeah, I think we talked about him in the pre-show. Noah Baumbach had a movie back in 2015 called De Palma. Uh, about Brian De Palma. Yep. Uh, so this is pretty much, I, I, I liked it a lot because this is, it's a thing, like here's the IMDb. It's as simple as this. A documentary about writer and director Brian De Palma. That's literally what it is. <laughs> Uh, but it goes through his entire career, man, and uh, some stuff, a, a lot of stuff I knew, a couple things I didn't know, which is really good, but all of it is really just a conversation, one-sided conversation, you don't hear the other one, other side, but uh, it's De Palma pretty much talking about his entire career from the get-of-go all the way up to uh, what was current in 2015. Yes. Uh, I'm a, I'm a pretty decent De Palma fan. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time with this. If you're, if you're a fan of him or you don't know where to kind of start, uh, this is, uh, it's, it's a good little primer. I would say it, it is good. I've seen that one. Um, I, I of course would just recommend everybody start with, uh, either dress to kill or blowout. Yeah. Um, 
very good. Just just go those. Those are both pretty good, and they're kind of it's similar yet quite different ends of the diploma spectrum. Yeah, I would say, like, like. I mean, every you can also just start at carry if you need like a, a hardcore genre. Yeah, right man, like carries carries like a good starting place. Um, untouchables, if you want kind of like more of a like a, a mainstream vibe that gets a little bit easier for for folks, I would say. Um, and probably, mm, let's see, what's another, oh, shucks. I had it. Mission Impossible, bro. Mission Impossible, for heaven's sake. Mission Impossible. Uh, yeah, start, you can, you can easily kind of get into like his filmmaking. You can kind of get into all of it though. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like all of it's pretty good. Some of it's amazing. Yeah. But I mean, like I, I think in the nineties is probably some of his most accessible for, for, for most folks. I guess, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, probably. Scarface, of course. That's that's another one that I'm sure mm-hmm. most people have probably seen. But uh, not. Yeah, they. Not yeah, probably. I wouldn't. I would not start there. You've seen it. Yeah, don't start where you've seen. <laughs> Body double. That's what. Yeah, that's another one. That's another really big one that people should probably uh-huh. that 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 would be an easy one to see and kind of get. You'll also be able to kind of see the uh, the Hitchcock influence and stuff like that as well. So uh, yeah, man, it's just De Palma. It's a documentary about the guy told all from the guy's perspective. So uh, and it's and the nice thing is is that it's not like it's not overly nice. He 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 realizes some points. He's like, look, this wasn't really great or this wasn't really my time. And you know, yep. So it's nice to see somebody that's able to kind of step back and just go like, look, yeah, we they all can't be home runs. <laughs> Next yeah. up on the list, uh, we're going to stay in the D category and go to Demons from 1985. I watched this on Halloween. Yeah, and this is one of my favorite oh, horror books. It is uh, it's so much fun. A random group of uh, a group of random people are invited to a screening of a mysterious movie, only to find themselves trapped in the theater with ravenous demons. Uh, this this it, this movie is so much fun. It's so over the top, and uh, like great gore, great uh, you know soundtrack and everything. It is just a boatload of fun. Yeah, it's uh, so it's Lamberto Bava, who's uh, Mario Bava's son, right? Um, and uh, co-written and co-produced. I know definitely co-produced. I think co-written with Argento as well. Argento, Dario Argento. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Also good, Demons Two. I I haven't seen Demons Two in forever. So I really need to see that one again. I I, I have Demons on Blu-ray, so that's why I popped it out for the old Halloween there. But uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, another one that uh, Matt hasn't seen yet, and maybe we'll cover it when he goes to see it, because I think he probably will. Uh, but I did get to see uh, A Bad Mom's Christmas. Uh, we enjoyed Bad Moms. Uh, yeah, going to see that this weekend. We saw that last year, and so uh, John Lucas and Scott Moore have come back as writer and directors of this uh, sequel. It's good. I mean, if you like the first one, you're you're gonna like this one. This one also has, you know, we have the additions here of uh, Christine Baranski, Susan Sarandon, and Cheryl Hines in there, uh, which is cool. And um, Peter Gallagher, come on, Peter Gallagher. Do, does uh, does Catherine Hahn remain amazing? Catherine, uh, yes, absolutely, she does. Okay, then that that'll be what sells it. Then Catherine, Catherine Hahn is great. Everybody in this thing is is really great. She, she certainly stands out though for sure. And uh, uh here. Here's uh here's a question I have for you having not seen it. Uh as funny as or funnier than or not as funny as mm. the first. 
or same level. I'd probably put it ever so slightly under the last one. I don't think yeah. they, they well, don't... it's it's holiday humor. It's yeah. got a got a sp- specific tack to it. It's it's good, but yeah, I, I think it, I mean it's still it's still it's still rated R. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know that's that's the nice thing is that especially comedies and R-rated comedies and stuff you don't really see that especially with holiday flair around it. Uh, not too awful uh, much, but it's good. I enjoyed it. I had fun. I think most people, if uh, if you've seen the first one, you enjoyed it. You'll probably enjoy this one as well. Got got one more holiday comedy R rating uh, theme uh, to ask you. Okay. Um, better than, same as, or worse than, Bad Santa two. Well, I, I I can't I can't talk. I don't I I don't care for the Bad Santas at all. Okay then. All right. <laughs> Not not my wheelhouse. Grooving along, bro. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, cool. Right okay. I see it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're here. Well, I know cool. how to, I know how to judge you All properly right, now. Uh All right, man. Cool. What up? All right. That's I feel you. I'm going to burn the fucking shit out of your mic. <laughs> uh the last thing I want to talk about right. here is a YouTube channel actually. That I've kind of Uh-oh. jumped into its stuff uh, not too recently, and uh, it fits along with this show. So I figured Adam, you might let like me it. let me just ask you: Are they mm-hmm. Nazis, man? They're Nazis out there. Are they fucking Nazis? Uh, no. Okay, okay. Then continue talking. I don't think so. If, if he is, he hides it really, really well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's a YouTube channel called Indie Film Hustle out there that has a director series and I've been watching this guy's whole big uh, series on David Fincher. It's real good. The guy, uh, he, uh, he, honestly, he's doing some stuff that I would like to do. So like when I just go, because when I thought in the past, I'm like, you know, it'd be interesting to do this, but man, that's a lot of work. This guy's done the work for me <laughs> so I can watch uh-huh. his stuff. Um, but it's good. They're very long form sort of videos and stuff going through uh, careers of filmmakers and things like that. Uh, from the beginnings, and he, he'll have like several different ones of them. Like here's like the early stuff, and a little bit later, a little bit later, a little bit later. Uh, but they're all like 15, 20, 30 minutes long. Uh, I think there's, I think one of the venture ones is like an hour long. So, but it's really good, high quality stuff, and uh, it's all kind of documentary style. Just think, uh, great retrospective DVD type stuff. But uh, but done pretty well. So I would recommend that for you if you're uh, into. Learning some stuff. Indie Film Hustle. Check it out on YouTube. All right. You want to get it? it? That's it? That is it. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and listen to our first trailer for Thank You for Your Service. I rode shotgun in the lead Humvee. And I looked for bombs. Stop the truck. You don't see the bomb unless they want you to. What you got? I don't see nothing, man. You don't see it. He feels it. I was a good soldier. I had purpose, and I loved it. You kicked some ass over there? Yeah. Yeah, man. We wanted it to be perfect. I'm home with my favorite girls. It's perfect, baby. Am I getting late or what? Oh, yeah. You're getting late. How long you been up? It's already 4 p.m. in Baghdad. Got one chocolate chip smiley face pancake for you. She doesn't like chocolate. Okay. 
Yes, I missed that part. I'm only human. Two Army Commendation Medals. An Army Achievement Medal. Impressive. You never told me you were a hero. Don't spare me the details. I can take anything but quiet. Some people got the real problem. You are my hammer out there. Don't let these young guys see you fold. Some people think I can... I don't belong here. He did his job. Now do yours. I'm only human after all. I'm only human. You all right? No, I'm not all right. Don't put the blame on me. Can't name him after me. Don't put the blame on me. It's too perfect. Is there a specific incident that troubles you? I'm no prophet or messiah. You should go looking somewhere higher. I know this don't look like much of a life, but every morning I get up, I'm grateful. I'm alive because of you. I'm only Thank you for looking after my son. I'm not a hero. We're brothers. We look after each other. I'm only human. After all, don't put the blame on me. All right. That was a trailer for Thank You for Your Services, one of our first new release of the week. Here's the IMDb plot line. A group of U.S. soldiers returning from Iraq struggle to integrate back into family and civilization life while living with the memory of war that threatens to destroy them after long after they've uh, left the battlefield. This is written and directed by Jason Hall uh, by the book uh, written by David Finkel, starring Miles Taylor, Haley Bennett, uh, Keisha Castle-Hughes, for some reason Amy Schumer. I don't know why she's in this. Uh, and more. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Seeing that trailer and everything in the theater, and God knows they played it a whole, whole hell of a lot. Um, uh, I, I this, I was not really high on this movie. I did not. Uh, well, go ahead. Uh, well, so this had this had a similar problem to a movie we talked about recently, the mm-hmm. firefighter flick, yep. right? Uh, where uh, I think the trailers are terrible. The name is not good at all. In fact, like this movie sounds like it's going to be a piece of shit right it's right it, like the, the if you, if you told me let's go and see something called thank you for your service and it's about fucking war like iraq war veterans or or or, or afghanistan war veterans i would be like you got to be fucking kidding me right like i've already seen act of valor i don't need to see some more shit yeah. right um and, or you think you you know it's like oh we're gonna get some big kind of rah rah you know yay for right. blowing up uh, brown folk kind of thing, and you know just super over the top yeah. patriotic God bless America shoot your guns off in the air kind right. of thing. And this and is not that movie at all. It's not that movie at all. But but I think like to you know back to the point of like the the trailers are terrible, the name is god awful. Uh, this movie did not do well. It has not done well. It opened in sixth uh, last week uh, with uh, Jigsaw and uh, Suburbicon, right? Mm-hmm. Suburbicon, of course, fucking tank, but that's beside the point. Uh, it opened up in sixth. It made $3.8 million that weekend. Yeah. And it has not made a lot since. It's sitting right at $8 million. Uh, on a $20 million budget, it's going to do nothing overseas, right? Like nobody gives a shit. It's, it's a movie about the American military. Um, but, uh, the crazy thing is like this movie much also like the firefighter flicks is pretty good. Actually. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, that, that was so weird of like two two weeks where the like the movies you're like, well, this is probably not going to be good, and sure shooting, it was actually really good. I was surprised yeah. at how decent this movie was. Yeah, I, I mean it's it does play like a a little bit like a um, like a poor man's version of uh, the best years of our lives. Ooh, um, the, that's the William a good Wyler example. flick, right? But but it's I mean it's not as good as that movie. That oh no no no! One of the best movies ever made. Oh right? my like, god! Like you, Best Years of Our Lives is amazing. You're gonna cry um, at the end of that film, boy. Right, but th- this is definitely in the same vein. Mm-hmm. I like that it tackles uh, like an issue that should really piss off a lot of people, which is uh, that we don't actually take care of veterans. Like I, uh, I've said before, I'm not some big like proponent of the military and the military being the greatest fucking thing but uh the the fact that the country does that and gets so so many men and women swept into it and then does not fucking take care of them when they're out of it Mm -hmm. uh really fucking chaps my ass you know like like it really does uh this is something i feel like we should all have common ground on like people losing their fucking legs or having brain damage or, or, or just fucking dealing with anxiety and stress after spending three tours of duty in in the middle of the fucking desert. And we can't even get them into psychiatric programs for a year after they've gone through a long fucking process of applying for things like the, the system's yeah, fucked. You'll, you'll just and sit over here and then, and just wait while, yeah. while, while and, we process your application where, where right. you really need this help right now. And, and I'll tell you this, it's not because, uh, like the people in the VA or anything, like they don't want to do it it's or not, that they're yeah. incompetent. Uh, we do not fund things in this country, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we spend a shit ton of money on the military and we spend almost no money uh, or like a very small percentage of that gigantic fucking military budget on anything having to do with the men and women once, once they're over. out. Yeah. Uh, which, which is why like such a significant portion of the homeless population, they're, they're fucking veterans. Like you go and talk to, you find fa- five random homeless people in your city, right? Mm-hmm. One to two of them will be a veteran. Yeah. That's not a, that's not even an exaggeration. Like, like that will be the thing you find any random group of five homeless people. One of them, I fucking guarantee you is a vet. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, like I, I'm glad that it tackles this issue. Uh, I left, I left a little bit pissed off, uh, <laughs> but, but it, it, but it's a nice like story, uh, as well. Right. About these characters who kind of, um, they come home and things aren't quite right and they've got to navigate reintegrating into society. And some of them uh, are more successful than others. And some of them have things that fall apart and some make it through. Uh, it was actually like really good. And uh, the, the acting is great. I mean, Miles Teller, I think is always pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, and even and, when times uh, I'm like, is, I, I try like almost where I'm just like, I think I might hate this guy. He come, he brings in another great performance. You're like, how oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Every, every time I might just be like, Oh fuck, fuck this kid. Uh, yeah, like, no, she's really good. Delivers. <laughs> um, uh, and, and it's really kind of a heartbreaking movie in many ways. Um, yeah. Who, who fucking knew? Cause that even listening to that trailer, like I I've seen it so many times. I knew beat by beat exactly what it was showing mm-hmm. in tandem with what was going on in the soundtrack. And uh, it's that trailer's garbage. 
It is. It's terrible. It's it's fucking terrible. The the fact that it like ends with the title coming up with a bunch of dangling uh, dog tags, right? Like every like, oh my god, get the fuck out of my face with this awful uh, bullshit. It just it it looks it's just it's a killer because you you could have made a trailer for the movie that they made. <laughs> yeah, right. Like like this movie, I think uh, we'll be talking about in uh, you know an- another movie that did not do well when it came out, but is actually pretty good. I mean, it came out towards the beginning of the war, actually, and and kind of deals with similar themes. Um, uh, the movie Stop Loss. I don't think I saw Stop Loss. You remember? It's got, I, it's I remember got old, it's got old Channing it. Taters in there. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, stop loss is pretty good, but but uh, you know, like this one, I think will hold up. Is my point? Like it, it will become more significant as uh, as time goes on. Yeah, and there's some, there's some harrowing stuff in it. Things that like happen, and and you know, it's just like you feel a lot of dread coming on, and there's a lot of bad stuff. And not only, I mean, because a lot of it is definitely you know how, how they're treated and stuff like that, but also to me. There's a bit of it also, and maybe this is ingrained within this the type of person that goes into the service, or within the, or the service also then transforms people to be like this. But it's that, but it's also kind of the almost quiet, stiff upper lip. I'm not telling anybody about my problems and or, or, or this, that, yeah. and the other. Well, that's really right, like, so painful. Like, it's a it's a fucking travesty that. Uh, I mean, the real point, like the point is that like these characters are not dealing with a physical disability. Right. And in fact, this is uh, maybe in in one of the most iffy parts of the movie. It's kind of discussed openly in in exactly this way. But like they view it as like, okay, if I come back with a physical injury, I'm recognized as a hero, even if I'm having to go through recovery. Mm -hmm. Right. But because I have this mental disability. Right. Like there's something that is uh, emasculating about it or embarrassing about it. And it's like, like, motherfucker, this used to be called shell shock a hundred years ago. Yeah. And, right? then, and then it's just the guys like <laughs> that, that and and again, it's, it's one of those they're, they're not really helped back into society at all to where like, you know, no. one of them just goes, look, I no, I'm just going back. I'm going back right now. I can't I can't not do this. And they're like, no, you really, you can't, literally, you cannot go back because your health will just not allow you to go back. And he's just like, no, no, but I can, I can do this. And and he can't remember, you know, basic stuff that happened, you know, three, four minutes ago. Right. And he's just he like, no, I, the I day, can't really do that. it. And, and they do get told repeatedly, like there are repeated scenes of people that they encounter, uh, like, you know, uh, when when he's uh, when uh, Miles Teller's character when they're standing in line at the VA and the and the general comes up and he's like, "Hey, don't let him see you break." Yeah, you know, and it's like, motherfucker, this guy needs help. Fuck you. Like like fuck <laughs> fuck your uh, like oh quit being a pussy kind of attitude. Kiss my ass. Yeah. You know? it's ridiculous, but uh, it, it it's good. Uh, it didn't. There was enough stuff that was kind of like that was like kind of um, you know overseas action sort of stuff, but there wasn't so much that it felt like they were kind of leaning on that, which was nice. Yeah, well, and and it's um, all stuff that moves the story mm-hmm. forward. Exactly. Right. So like, yeah, 
So it, it didn't feel I don't like know. It was I, I like the movie, man. I'm going to say just like uh, only the brave. Like you should go see this thing. It's pr- it's pretty goddamn good. Yeah, don't 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 let those pretty horrible, goddamn good. Don't let those horrible trailers, you know, fool you into thinking that this thing is bad. I, I think it got pretty decent Rotten Tomatoes if memory serves. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have that ready, but I, sure. Yeah, I, it's it's got great Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but uh, almost none. Almost a, as a matter of fact, almost none Rotten Maters. They they mostly got the good ones as opposed to the bad got ones. Mostly fresh maters thrown at it. <laughs> what if they mostly got fresh tomatoes thrown at it? <laughs> what if that's uh, how they announced it to the film is that they they just put the producers up there? It's at seventy seven percent. Oh, I, I did not notice this. Only the brave eighty nine percent. Who the fuck knew? Yeah. So like th- these are two things that you should definitely go see, and they're they're well worth your time, even though they had horrible horrible advertising campaigns. So check it out. Speaking of something that didn't have a horrible advertising campaign, but yet is one of the highest Rotten Tomatoes superhero films of all time, let's listen to the trailer for Thor: Ragnarok. teaser trailer didn't have a lot of dialogue in it i thought i thought other thought otherwise anyways oh fuck it we got some lead up you got some you, you you got the lead out here in uh wait a minute what's it what's it no i wish welcome to rock 99.8 i wish it was got the lead out we just we, we, we just got out of rocktober we're here in Mo, movember <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, I don't. I don't fucking. Know. Listen, uh, here's IMDb plot line. In prison, in the all in prison, the Almighty Thor finds himself in a lethal gladiatorial contest against the Hulk, his former ally. Thor must fight for survival and race against time to prevent the all-powerful Hela from destroying his home and the Asgardian civilization. This is directed by Taika Waititi, written by Eric Peterson and Kyle uh, Craig Kyle. Almost did a little backwardsy there. Starring Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Kate Blanchett, Idris Elba, Jeff Goldblum, Tia Thompson, Carl Urban, Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Hopkins, Benedict Cumberbatch, and more. And the director, of course, Taika Waititi in there also. 
Uh, here's the thing, man. I think a lot of people have heard me talk about this at a fairly extensive measure over at Hero Movie Podcast, HeroMoviePodcast.com. Uh, Matt, what were your thoughts on Thor Ragnarok? Uh, I will say that as far as a Jurassic Park reunion, it fails because yes. Laura Dern's not in it. Um, but as far as a Thor movie is concerned, this is by far the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also, I think, one of the better movies in the entire Marvel universe. It's a lot of fun, man. I, I was just I was one of those going in. I, I tried to ignore as much of everything as I Same. possibly could. So I just I was like, please don't don't tell me, don't want to know nothing. I'm still good I'm still good with Star Wars too. I've only seen the teaser trailer. I haven't even watched the second one that's come out, so I'm kind of very proud of myself about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, folks, let me tell you, it makes for a better uh movie going experience. Try it out. I uh, yeah, I think so too, especially with the big ones I know I'm gonna see anyway. Um, exactly you're gonna go but, see it no one has to sell you on thor uh yeah uh, so this uh, the movie has uh maybe one slight weakness which is that structurally there's not that much of a deviation here right the formula is pretty solid at mm-hmm. this point um but also i'm a guy who uh has read comic books uh for decades now and uh all that shit is the same like literally every fucking issue and comics are pretty uh, most of the time. <laughs> um so uh, but yeah. but uh i think that there's some nice stuff uh the movie is gorgeous to look at there's a there's like one or two scenes that's a little iffy uh green screen wise where you're just like i don't know why that's lit that way that's weird <laughs> um uh like not and not in a like oh this is a fantasy universe thing like like what I'm thinking of is the shot where they're on the cliff and it's like, this is literally like, yeah, that one or something. And you know, it's just like, why is this like they, I don't, I'm not even entirely sure that they're in the same place. Like, feel, like all three of them are on the same set. I feel like I'm watching a DC movie. <laughs> oh, Oh snap. Um, but, uh, but it looks great. The color palettes, uh, fun. Um, it expands the cinematic or the, sorry, the, the intergalactic part of the cinematic universe, which is something that needs to happen very quickly for the next phase of all of this shit to make any sense to people whatsoever. Right. Um, or to be of any interest to them. Um, so I'm glad that it does that. I think it does it pretty effectively. Uh, the scenes on Sakaar are a lot of fun. Um, Jeff Goldblum gives uh, a classic Goldblumian uh, performance here. <laughs> he was uh, as gloomy as he could be. Yeah, I mean, like, I just love that motherfucker, man. Like, he is, he is a gift. He's a treasure. And I, I like, if I could have like a mini Jeff Goldblum and like, like tuck him away in my lapel or uh, like, like a shirt pocket. Like I like I would enjoy that. Oh, oh, here's a great um, idea. What you're gonna do is uh, put me in your uh, shirt pocket, walk around, yeah. and I'll say little look, things to get in your ear. Look, this is no surprise to people. I mean, I've I've said this before. Uh, I I recommended Independence Day Resurgence solely on the strength of like, <laughs> oh, you get to see Jeff Goldblum chased across the desert in a bus by a giant alien. That's fine for me, <laughs> right? Like. Like, like I've watched that movie twice because I like uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, so, so this is a lot of fun. Um, there is a shit ton of Easter eggs in this thing. Just yeah. like a like a veritable, literal shit ton of Easter eggs for a variety of different things going on here. Um, 
I, yeah, I don't know. It's funny as shit, which I was expecting because I've seen Taika Waititi's other films. Uh, I'm glad that he has done this. I hope he doesn't get so looped up into it that he doesn't make werewolves. That's it. Yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, that needs to happen. Because, man, oh, man, what we do in the shadows was great. The werewolves were uh, certainly a highlight of that film, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, he, he's he's good. He's a funny guy. And then, you know, and, of course, him having a, a, a part in there for himself. I was just, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know he was going to be in it. And then when yeah. and then when you had the voice, I was just like, "Oh, sweet, he got to be in this. Well, That's awesome." Well, there there was a fraction of a second where like I couldn't tell if it was him or Reese Darby. Well, that's true. That's right? true. The first right? thing you did because like, you could just be like, "Yeah, you could have just been like, uh, like I could imagine it'd be like, well, Brit, here's the thing, <laughs> right?" And and so like you know, I was just like, "Okay, this could be Reese Darby. It could be." And but like as it went on, it's like, "Okay, this is clearly." It's, Take a little, it's, great. it's a little bit Let's more subdued. It's a little bit kind of on yeah. the on the on the, uh, the the softer side, if you right? Um, yeah, and and of course that role is uh, hilarious. It's 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 really <laughs> funny throughout the whole thing. Um, Come on, you can call people New Doug for the rest of your life now. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh, I I also have to say, as tired as I might be getting of a lot of the uh, punchy punch fight fight kind of uh, scenes, this movie does it really well, uh, and here's why. Uh, the move, the characters in this movie are punchy punch fight fight type people. They're not right. Like they're not people that have like these crazy superpowers and like, that's what's going on in this boring ass thing. Like they're, they're fighting mm-hmm. most of the part. And I, I enjoyed all that shit. That's, that's where I am. What did you have to say about it? <laughs> well, I enjoyed that. We had a proper villain, you know, uh-huh. and the, that villain had consequences <laughs> to things there that were actually went on. It, it was not just dark Thor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is, which tends to be the Marvel villain problem. I mean, even in black Panther, as it turns out, apparently it, it's that right. Where it's just like, couldn't this literally be not that we got, I mean, there's a shit ton of people. This could Jack be Lark, black yeah. Panther <laughs> thing, but like, th- like this is what you got to do. Um, and and don't get me wrong, I'm still looking forward to that movie. I think it's going to be fucking great. Oh, the, the but, trailer's but, just awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's got Run the Jewels in it, for fuck's sake. Right? Like, that's the soundtrack, is Run the Jewels. Uh, at least one of the trailers. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Hela is a, is a great villain, actually. And Kate Blanchett, I think, delivers it. I mean, she's there vamping it up in a way that we uh, kind of haven't seen in a while. Um, it's so great coming from her too, because like, you know, I mean, when we can bring in these kind of like, you know, really super well-respected actors and not that we're like bringing them down to a level or nothing, but to see them do something that's like way outside of their box, you know? And, Uh and she's fantastic and, and frankly has never looked hotter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it always boils down to that with you. Um, I'm just saying it's a nice, I love Cape Blanchett, but (laughs) Um, yeah, well, what's weird about the Thor franchise is I think consistently it has had like the ability to pull in top tier actors and I'm not entirely sure why. Cause it's just looks right? fun, like, you know, I don't know. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Right. But it's like, if, if you had told me, uh, 20 years ago that there was going to be a Thor movie 
directed by Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> yeah. Starring, right? Starring, co-starring Anthony Hopkins as Odin. I would have been like, get the fuck out <laughs> yeah, of my Yeah, you'd face. have laughed yet right out the building. And, right? and for good reason. <laughs> right. But not only that, but like here, 20 years hence, uh, we have like, like not only is it just like, well, Kenneth Branagh did this, but he's not even the director anyone gives a shit about right now. I mean, it, like he's got a movie coming out and I like Kenneth Branagh. I'm going to see it. Right. But, but like, like the Thor movie has Kate Blanchett has Idris Elba, Mark Ruffalo guest starring in it for no real reason other than <laughs> uh, like universal still has the distribution rights to that character and Marvel's petty as fuck. Gotta as we learned with the, with the, with the fantastic four franchise. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it manages some great cameos, right? Uh, that I, I don't even want to spoil, um, for, for people where they crop up, but they're good, including the, the other Hemsworth that nobody ever talks about. Yeah. Um, as I like to call him TV's Hemsworth. He's like, he's the, he's the, in like, of and he's like third tier Hemsworth. <laughs> Right, he is the oldest, so I guess you get yeah, like, yeah. you get all the like you get the um, third you, the the newer stuff the newer models are in <laughs> right like like Jeff Goldblum right like I mean how the fuck do all these people end up in the Thor franchise for right uh uh um what's his name um fuck why can't I think he plays uh is he's um Scourge in this fucking movie. Oh, uh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban, right? It's like, like you have all these fucking people in here. Are you fucking kidding me? Is this Taylor Hemsworth? Is this girl? Is this is this uh, is this I another don't, Hemsworth? From what I've been able to see, I don't think they're related. Okay, I, I, I say, tried to do some digging, one? and there's literally nothing online that connects them. Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's just a happenstance. It's not that crazy the last name, but you know, right? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Go see this movie, man. It's fun. If you hate the Marvel movies, don't go see this movie. You'll hate it. First of all, let me ask you a question. <laughs> what What's your problem? What do you not like having fun over there? Do you? Not I mean, like some it? people don't like them. I'm fine with that. I'm not going to argue with them about it. Like whatever. Uh, just like I'm, I'm not going to argue with people who want to see all the DC movies and they're very enthusiastic or like argue that they're good. Um, but this this one's a lot of fun. Uh, I think. In tone, this is closer to Guardians of the Galaxy. And I also think, you know, I don't think that they would say this outright because, um, you know, this movie kind of comes out so close to it. Uh, but I think with this film and potentially coming up with Captain Marvel, um, we're going to start seeing like some of the James Gunn influence over the direction of these films start to come out a little more. Yeah. And, and that's not a bad thing. I fucking love that shit. No, no, it's been, look, hey, it's worked so far. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And it's one of those things, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. The Fresh Prince told us that. So, I mean, if you put it together yourself. Uh, but no, this is a lot of fun. Um, I, I dig everybody in here. I mean, come on, Tom Hiddleston, always great. I, I think Hemsworth is even more, I think this is like really what he he's kind of really yeah. waited for. Well, here's the thing. thing. Here's the weirdest thing. This movie has actual character development for Thor. Yeah. Which is something I don't think we've gotten out of any of the previous movies he's been in, even the Avengers films. No, it's just like, here's the guy. He does the stuff. There you go. Move it on. Right. But here there's actual character development. He, he, he literally learns a lesson. There's, there's like consequences at the end of his journey that he has to deal with. Um, 
Yeah. Great. All right. It's great. And a little, I'm sure everyone's seen it, but a little spoilers from here on out. Uh, I, I love, I love Dr. Strange being in it. I thought that was such a great, uh, little uh-huh. addition and just bring it again, bringing in all the worlds and stuff, having him be in there. And like, it's great because nothing feels out of place. Right. And that's, that's what is just like really astounds me of, of how well they're doing with all this kind of stuff and how it all really integrates well. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm just interested, you know, Black Panther's on the horizon in February, man. So it's not like we got to wait all, all uh, and, hell of a long and time. And I do right? have a feeling that villain aside, like that movie is po- possibly going to be quite different uh, tonally than what we've seen previously from any of these movies. Okay. What, what are you thinking? I, I, I think it has a potential to be like a very serious minded film. I, not. Yeah. Probably. And they'll, and, they'll and I won't cool. mind that actually. Like I think Black Panther needs to kind of be that. I think. I think they'll pro- they'll be a little bit, but probably not like. I'm not like saying it's not going to be funny, course. right? Like, like I'm just saying, like I think it's going to be a pretty serious consequences kind of film. Yeah, I could see that. Well, yeah, I mean, given given you know what we what little bits we've seen so far, I, I can't say that I, I disagree mm-hmm. with that statement. Uh, let's do this because I meant to do this at the beginning of the show. We got a couple more minutes here. Uh, let's open emails. Up, let's open up the old email mailbag here. Fails here. Got a couple emails. Uh, let's let's talk about this one first because this one is is more important than anything because we've got a couple people ragging our balls about it because two episodes ago uh, we we covered um, what was that shitty movie the fucking um, Jackie Chan flick. Well, I liked it, The Foreigner. Yeah, The Foreigner. Uh, eh. um, we, we, we really got down on Pierce Brosnan having a horrible uh, Irish accent. And, of course, he is actually from Ireland. Here's the thing. Well, man. I couldn't fucking tell. Yeah, exactly. Didn't, it, didn't we look that shit up? I think I can't remember. I don't remember. If we I did. thought you looked it up. I'm not trusting your research anymore. Okay, well, fine. He's from Ireland. I don't fucking think here's, it was here's the diff- great. Well, here's the difference. <laughs> he was there till like he was 12. Or something, or, or some such nonsense. It wasn't even like that long. So the majority of the time he grew up, uh, not there. Well, fine. Our fuck up. I don't fucking know what anything sounds like. I'm from South fucking Carolina. <laughs> but here's a well. Here's the thing. That ain't his accent. We all know that. Maybe if you just did like, I get, think he went over. Uh, somebody said that he did like an impression of like a, like an aunt or something like that. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. All I know is that motherfucker like lived in london and shit but uh, ollie sent us this you know chris has sent us a thing e- everybody was just like jumping on her balls just get over it people <laughs> guys i don't i don't research shit i ain't got time Wait. but thank you for the corrections yes. i hate to be i'm not meaning to be dismissive uh i am an idiot we've owned this yeah i mean like i'll, I'll admit straight up i don't fucking know this is episode 151 everybody you should know what what, what you're in for at this point yeah. Another uh, email here. I think you might be able to help a little bit on this one. It's okay. entitled, Help, I Need Monster Movies Besides Godzilla. This is Ooh, from executive like, producer Maria. Okay. Hey, guys, in spirit of Halloween season, this is... Okay. Oh, shit. Well, we should have dealt two, with this. It's a two-week-old email. You got to remember. Uh, I thought this question... Uh, I, I did oh, talk yeah. to her about you did, this. You did forget to do this like the last... That's, we did. that's true. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. In the spirit of Halloween, I thought this question would be fitting. 
So my kid is five and obsessed with monsters, specifically Godzilla. All thanks to that Phantom Zone and Lego Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I now have seen every single Godzilla movie available on Netflix, Hulu, and iTunes. I need more ideas of monster movies to show my kid. I usually let him watch movies that are in the PG-13 or below, depending upon the content. For example, I've let him watch Gremlins, E.T., King Kong, and all the Godzilla movies. However... I can't take any more Godzilla. Are there any monster type movies out there that I can try and show him? Please help you guys rock. As always, Maria from upstate New York. Now, I'd actually talked to her uh, previously about this, and Mm -hmm. I suggested Gamera. If he likes, if he likes, especially the new trilogy is really good. Uh, I mean, new from 20 years ago is really good. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, yeah, listen, I'll I'll put you to the stuff from the '60s, man. Even get on. Oh that yeah, all that stuff's good. Time. Like uh, like uh, what's the one um, where uh, what's that fucking monster? It's like a giant. I forget all the names. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's actually from the '70s, and I can never. It starts with a J. But hold on, I'm gonna fucking type it up. Uh, let's see. Gamera is really Gamera. deep. He is full of believing. Uh, believe Gamera. There's Goron, Guardian of the Universe. That's 1995. Yeah, it's the one that has the quills, that monster. It's like Gamera versus Jiger. Jigger? I can't. I don't know how it's pronounced. I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I liked that yeah, one. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one's good. Um, if you're just talking kaiju, like that one's. Like those films are good. You can also watch some of the Ultraman films. Oh yeah, all the Ultraman stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In fact, like there's a couple of new ones, like Ultraman Zero. I saw back in uh, 2009 or 10, I think uh, it came out, and uh, that one's pretty decent. Um, oh, those old ones are fun too. Uh, yeah. Um, Shin Godzilla's new. I bet I don't. I don't think it's on Netflix, but you know that's that's a good one. I had a lot of fun. Well, with she, Netflix. she's done with she's done with Godzilla though, right? Like this but is this like becomes the way, problem. It also it also becomes like what's a monster movie, right? So so monster movies for kids. If he's thinking like mass destruction things, I think that's maybe about it. Um, but there are other things, right? Like you could do uh, um, Monster Squad. Right. Uh, If you're looking in general, um, you do little monsters, which is a staple when I was uh, growing up. Love little monsters. I bet you. Um, And I think that one's on Netflix, actually. Little monsters. Yeah. What else? There's stuff out there. I'll th- I'll think on it. Yeah, I'll email us in. Anybody who's about. got some got got some ideas. Yeah, email, email some in. in. The film find at gmail.com. Uh in the PG thirteen esque sort of realm. You know, something that'd be suitable yeah. for anyone and, between the ages of five and fifteen. And I <laughs> and I have to tell you, Maria, like when I was uh when I was growing up, I mean, when I was five and six years old, that's really when I started to get into horror movies. And w- what got me into it was like I would stay up. Uh, late at night and watch Midnight Madness on WJZY TV 46 out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And, and Midnight Madness would just show like all kinds of monster movies from like the fifties, sixties, thirties, forties. I watched all the universal monster movies, all the Frankenstein stuff, Wolfman, um, all that stuff I think still holds up for kids. I mean, the you know, it's from a little, two thousand fathoms. I just that one just came to mind. Uh-huh. A little Harry Housen action. Uh, Get him some of that. Yeah, you can watch all of that stuff. King Kong. 
is really amazing still. Um, yeah, I, I say just like roll in that direction. Don't be afraid that your kid's not going to be interested because it's uh, like black and white, I guess, is, is my point. Like that, like those movies rule, actually. Yeah, like the blobs, uh, and there's tons of, of there's tons of them. Yeah, any anything that's got like a big thing, a big monster in it, it's like it's always kind of like that, like from that the whole fifties era and stuff like that. Um, what you, what you call it there? Journey uh, to the center of the earth is good. Yep. Uh, the time machine from the I want to say it's in the fifties. Fifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's great. Um, yeah, I, I just go just roll and in that direction. Like a, yeah, the H.G. Wells type stuff. Ooh, ooh, uh, like nineteen sixty. I think bad thing. Uh, uh, Food of the gods. <laughs> you seen that horrible <laughs> piece of garbage? <laughs> Yeah, don't don't watch that. Don't watch. Maybe don't watch that unless you want to see like a giant dog oh. or a giant bunny rat or whatever the hell's in that. <laughs> right, terrible. But um, that's the thing. So we so throw us some suggestions, everybody. Thefilmfind at gmail dot com. Help Maria out and help yourselves out. And uh, if you have any other questions, suggestions, or anything else like that, feel free to email us, and uh, we'll be more than happy to answer them on the show because we're knowledgeable. At least that's what we sell it, you know. Well, I, I mean, I think we've proven with our Pierce Brosnan. Shut up. I'll play it. <laughs> Let's just pretend like we did. If you wanted to mention that, they would all went home thinking that we were smart. You, you no, done we're not. Fucked we're it up for everybody, morons. idiot. Uh, speaking of morons, what are we doing next week, Matt? Oh, holy shit. Wait a minute. Hmm? Ernest Scared Stupid, Maria. Do it. Yes. Ernest Scared Stupid. Give him some troll action. He gets, you know, he finds whatever Miak is. It's good. Troll for heaven's sake. That's 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 doable. Oh yeah, it's doable. It's it's scary. I think for younger kids, just be prepped for that. He's watched ET. He can handle it. I guess, but like, I mean, like that first movie is not like silly or anything. Like it's pretty. It's played pretty straight. Listen, man. When when you got Sonny Bono coming up and being. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, Julie Louis Dreyfus is not scaring no kids. Well, that's certainly true. Um, Next week on the program, we're going to be covering murder on the Orient Express. Kenneth Branagh is starring and directing in this bad boy. Unfortunately, we're not getting a 70 millimeter here in Charlotte. I'm a little upset with that. I'm like, what the hell? Well, dude? I'm, I'm super pumped because I'm not paying or using my movie pass to go with it. I'm going to see it with my coworkers at Turner Classic Movies. Well, Matt can be invited to suck one next week when we... <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, the follow-up to last year's uh, movie, Daddy's Home 2. We I th- we thought Daddy's Home was pretty decent. So, uh, you know, we're going to see how this new one lasts. And uh, if this is any good, continue on this Christmas-loving, fun adventure time that we're going at. Hmm? Huh? Hmm? Uh-huh. I think it's good. Matt, in the meantime, where can we find more of your work on the internet, sir? Uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter if you want to. I'm, I'm okay on there, I think. Uh, sometimes content is better than others. It's at Matt Boyd Smith. At Matt Boyd Smith. All together. Uh, that's that's it. Just follow me over there. I'm Just doing whatever I'm doing. Usually, I'm, I'm not doing anything, but it sucks. I'm doing things. There are things. This wheels are in motion. Stuff is uh-huh. happening. It's never you mind is what it is. And, of course, Hear Movie Podcast, hearmoviepodcast.com. If you'd like to hear a long, hour-long discussion of Thor Ragnarok, check that out, as always. 
And uh, Saturday, or no, I changed it to Mondays now. Monday evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern at nerdtalknow.com. I do a live show where I talk all about nerd news and stuff. Uh, on Halloween, we actually went and watched uh, the giant Gila monster. Did a little kind of, uh, what you call it there? Uh, little uh, Joe Bob Briggs action where I was kind of coming in in between and just doing a little thing. I was dressed up like, uh, like Danzig and stuff. It was fun. And we ate candy and we talked about a bad movie. It was good times. And, of course, we do uh, that all, all other kinds of weird stuff. So go check that out at nerdtalknow.com, live Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern. That's it, everybody. Join us next week when we talk Murder on the Orient Express, Daddy's Home 2, and I'm sure a couple other things as well. For Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. We'll see you guys next time.